brief is best. I say that a lot too. Brief is best because people are not consuming just massive amounts of information. They're consuming bite-sized nuggets of information. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Marky Grass here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast, where we talk everything digital marketing, from all the platforms you love to use to the methods that get the job done. Today, I have Heather Lyle here, the founder of Heather Lyle Company and a messaging and marketing expert. And today, we're going to talk about some communication and targeting. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, no problem. I, I love connecting with people who have served the same or you know similar audiences. I know before we got on, we were talking about healthcare and nonprofits and dealing with the education machine. <laughs> and so, machine? I don't know if it's well-oiled or not, but no, it's no, definitely it's, it's, a machine. It is a machine. It's not a good machine. <laughs> Very much so. Oh. No, just the targeting of that and, you know, specifically with marketing agencies and small business owners and kind of how, you know, as marketers, we communicate with them to find their voice, their style, all that kind of stuff. So why don't you tell kind of your business and, and who you help right now? Sure, absolutely. So I help brands scale with executive level messaging and marketing is what I do. And it's it's really interesting. I bring to the table about 23 years of leadership level experience in a variety of sectors, nonprofit, small business, corporate, worked for McDonald's for five years. And then, you know, most recently, before I went out on my own and did this whole entrepreneurial thing, I worked as chief of public affairs for a state elected official as well, too. And I was telling Mark earlier, I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that is where I really learned to fine tune you know, when you're working with the governor's office and legislators and business owners and C-suite level people and all of all of the things. You learn really quick to figure out, you know, what's their agenda? How do they need to be spoken to? What do you need to say in order to elicit a certain response that's favorable to what you're trying to achieve as well, too? And so there's a tool that I've used, gosh, over the past 15 years, and it's called the DISC Profile Assessment Tool. And um, very similar to like a a Myers-Briggs, Enneagram. I mean, there's all different tests out there, right? And I think I've done them all. But truly, the DISC has been a great tool to use with my clients. I've used it in past life, you know, in corporate America, as well as, you know, gosh, in state government as well, too. You really do 
have to get clear about who you are, how you best communicate, and then, you know, flip that to your perfect client. And how does your perfect client need to receive information in order to make the decisions that they need to make to work with you or to buy the thing or whatever? Oh, that's that. That's so important because I think a lot of times, you know, as marketers, especially experienced marketers, you're like, you know, what's going to work. Like, you know, the target market you're going after, you know, what needs to happen. And now you got to, well, you have to sell it. (laughs) It You have to sell it. You have to sell it. And, and it's so funny. I'm a mom to three kids too. Okay. I have to sell my kids on certain things as well. Right. It's like, okay. I mean, you have to know which person that you're talking to because my son's going to respond very differently than my daughter. You know, my lawyer client is going to respond very differently than my commercial mortgage broker client and that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's just, you know, but having a clear understanding of that, oh my gosh, it makes the messaging piece so much more effective. And you sell more when you know. I mean, it's just when it comes to your perfect client, you really do have to know so much. You really, I'd call it stepping into the person. You have to step into who your perfect client is and getting into their head and having tools available to be able to figure out, like scientifically, I know that might sound a little too much, but I mean, it's super helpful to be able to know data, to be able to not waste a lot of freaking money, you know? Well, that's what we do. You know, we always talk about the customer avatar, the before and after sheet, and a bunch of ways to kind of figure out that target market. And I think it's tempting. Well, it's the hardest thing is is niching, right? Where you're like, no, yes. you can't serve everybody. And not, not only that you can't serve everybody, you don't want to because you don't like most of these people. And oh my gosh. <laughs> there are people out there that you love. So just find those people figure it out and and go from there. You, oh, you'll absolutely. Do, be more successful in everything. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's so funny because you know what what I always end up finding out from clients and just how I work too, you know, I tend to work best who, with people who communicate much like I do. And so it it just makes it easier, frankly. And and I know what I need to say in order to get them the result that they want to see as well too. So, but but you're right. It's like not everybody is going to be your person, and that's cool. That's fine. But I think that especially with you know business owners you know, new business owners specifically as well, they, they just, they feel the need to want to serve all and that everybody needs this widget or everybody needs this service or whatnot. And it's like, okay, even though, yeah, everybody might, your, your style of communicating that might be very different than the next guy down the street who's selling the same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, there's always that fear that you're leaving money on the table, right? Like, I know, I know. Well, and as you get more into business, you you realize like, no, this is not only going to be not worth the money that you're going to charge, it will be, you know, 10 times as costly in terms of your time, effort, emotional investment, frustration. 100%. 100%. I worked with a client not too, well, it's probably been six, nine months ago. You know, we all live and learn with certain clients that we serve and that kind of thing, right? And this was definitely a learning moment for me to go, okay, you know, I I I really need to be very clear about the type of person that I work with as well, too, because I'm wasting I, you know, even though I might have charged ten, twenty thousand dollars for an individual, you know, to work with me individually, it's like this person did not communicate very, it it was such a train wreck. And I ended up spending so much more time, effort, energy, trying to make it work. And it was not, it was not gonna, you know? So we've all been down those roads. Let's say that you did everything 
that person still won't be happy with you. <laughs> so after everything is said and done, you've worked your butt off, you read it, everything, it still might lead to them being like, oh, I would never refer you. I to know. Anybody. I know. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, oh my gosh. And you just feel totally defeated. And it's oh, not yeah. worth it. It's not worth no, it. It's not, well, it's not worth the money either. Because you could no. say, because now, well, looking back, it's always easy because I had my agency. I'm like, man, I could have saved so much you know, time and effort if I just refunded people that weren't going well. Like, no, here's your money back. It didn't work out. That happens. Don't worry about it. Sorry. Moving on. We'll both be happier. Moving on. on. But yeah, you know, you're not going to be for everybody. But I do believe that it's like, you know, the whole abundance mindset. I was talking with my group of women entrepreneurs running this text thread together. And it's just like, there is plenty. There is enough out there for everyone. And And, you know, I think that the longer that I'm in business, the more I see that to really be true. And that's such a mindset shift that I think business owners have to take. And it's like, really, when they talk about niching down, because I was afraid of that too. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving money on the table. But when you're serving everyone, you're just, you're chasing, my husband calls it chasing expensive money. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, get really clear as to who your person is and t- and tailor make your message to that because A, it's going to be a heck of a lot more fun. B, you're going to make a lot more freaking money because you're having fun doing it. And, you know, it's you've got to enjoy this or it's it's not worth it. Well, and if you have to constantly change your message to shift to the person that the next person that you're talking to. So you're talking to, you know, a doctor one day, next day it's a construction company next day it's a nonprofit, and then you're just all over the place nobody's gonna look at you as like oh yeah go to her for this thing because you do everything so there's no way to refer and then you can't systematize what you're delivering because when you do focus on niche for me it was it was healthcare where it was like okay the website is just talking about healthcare stuff and the you know ads are just talking about doctors and the and it was just so much easier to focus and oh my gosh and then yes. systematize so you can scale. So Yes. Oh, I am huge into automation. And so it's like, how can we replicate this process to make it easier for the future so I'm not having to go and build the thing all over again? So Well, it's just those referrals too. Cause Oh, absolutely. Like it's in just for my my experience with the the healthcare things, I had my normal website where everything was on there, and then my healthcare website is called hippohype.com, still gets leads. All wow. the time. <laughs> wow. I'm not doing anything. And the wow. other one doesn't get anything. It just sits there. Interesting. 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 Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, finding your systems, finding your processes that will work for you is really, again, targeted to your perfect client. You know, you're that customer avatar. You know, it's just, you've got to know who you're serving in order for all of the other things that you have to do in business to make sense. You know, it's not just the messaging. It's not just the marketing. It's the systems of scale you know, that are tailor made for that particular client. Because if you're, like you said, I mean, it's just, I'm all about, (laughs) you know, the whole working smarter, not harder. You know, I would, I would rather spend four hours a day on the golf course because I really like to play golf. I'd rather spend my time doing that than messing around, not, not honing in on who my perfect person is. It's make your life easier. Like just make it easier, you know, dive in, figure out, you know, who, who you are, how you best communicate and find the people that you want to communicate with and who's going to be a best fit for you. And that's how you, that's, that's, that's how, how you, you enjoy up. your life a lot enjoy more life, and enjoy, yeah. and enjoy your clients too. 
Well, let's talk about it just specifically because you, you mentioned the DISC method and then Enneagrams and, you know, the other kind of personality testing types. How do you apply that? Because I'm sure you found out yours. Do you just kind of look for identifying the people who are compatible with your types or how's that work? It's not just a compatibility. I mean, because even though, you know, I'm a certain type, I mean, it there is some compatibility to it. Absolutely. There are certain types of people, like, for example, those who are who need to have 25-page PDFs in order to make a decision, those people, God love them, they, but they wear me out. You know, it's just like that is so, that is so much, I don't know, information. It's information overload for me. I don't find joy in producing stuff like that. That's not... It's it's hard for me to even put something together that way because my brain is just so wired, so you know, bullet pointed. You know, give me give me the three to five main facts. I say that all the time. What are the three to five main bullet points that we need to get out into the world? And and I think also too, Mark, it's with social media and everybody wants a quick soundbite. There's a reason why Twitter and TikTok are super popular and why Instagram prefers reels under 15 seconds is because people are only consuming bite-sized information. So I try to do a good enough job to, to, to stress to people. It's like brief is best. I say that a lot too. Brief is best because people are not consuming just l- massive amounts of information. They're consuming bite-sized nuggets of information. So I try to make sure that people understand that that's really where the world is going. Again, some of these certain pers- personality types are, they're just not wired that way. And so that's where I say that may not be a good fit for you, you know, and, and, and that's okay because there's plenty for everybody out there, but it's, you know, compatibility definitely. But, you know, I think my job is to educate people as to how best communicate to, well, I mean, most people want to be communicated with in bite-sized nuggets. They just do. I mean, it's headline material. I mean, I've worked in public affairs long enough to know that, I mean, you know, the, the front fold of the paper, you know, back in the good old days when people actually read the paper, but the front fold it was the headline that enticed you to want to read more. So, you know, I think there's something to that as well, too. But it's just really more or less a great tool to use to really understand how you're, how you best communicate. And the information that the disc provides is, okay, so if you're a certain personality type, they're going to give you information as to how other personality types like to be messaged too, as well. And so, and you can figure out, hey, that's my style. That's not my style. That's not the type of person I want to go after. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, I can teach and preach all the things in the world, but if it doesn't feel good to you, we, we need to find what will, right? Or else or you're not going to do it. Yeah. Or you just don't work with that person. Like it's, or you uh, just don't work with that person. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to be negative, but sometimes it's like, man, you will meet somebody. And if you have that kind of awareness, you'll be like, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be polite. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I think you hit on something really super important. It's self-awareness. Like if you know, and that's why I think the I don't care if it's the disc and Enneagram, whatever it is, I think they're all really valuable because they allow you to have a spotlight shown on 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 you and and what what are the things that you like about you, you don't like about other people, that kind of you know, it it allows for some serious self-awareness to come into effect. And 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 so much so that when you're out and about, I mean, I can honestly say when I go to networking events, I mean, I can I can find out really quick if I'm going to connect with somebody or not, right? And if they're not my person, I go on to the next. 
And so, but I think a lot of that is just due to the fact that, man, I've just done a lot of work on this. I guess we could say personal development, but just all of this is really good to do because it gives you a high level of self-awareness and you don't waste time. And as a business owner, as an agency owner, it's like we have a million different things on our plate. We don't have time to waste. And these are just tools to help you not waste that time. No, I love uh, and the whole self-awareness part because I think it's easy when you get into marketing and you're thinking about your target market. You may do a lot of research and demographics and, and things like that. But, it, you know, like you said, if you don't know yourself, none of that matters very much. I mean, it's still better than not doing it. But yeah. if you get into it, well, and, and just, just so you know, like I am not good at reading people, period. Like I have never been good at it. I will never be good at it. <laughs> and so what I have to do is I, I did that research about, well, one myself. So I'm like, okay, I'm this type of person. And then I have to research every other type of person to find cues. And that's what yes. tells me what's going on. Because, yeah. you know, but my wife, she's fantastic at reading people. And so we'll go to an event or something. I'll be like, oh, that was nice. Nothing really dramatic happened. And then I'll talk to her afterwards. And she'll be like, well, this person was blah, And she'll list all the stuff that was going on. And I was like, I didn't see any of that. that. So yeah, my husband and I operate the same way. He's a CPA and he manages a, a large practice here in the Dallas area. And same thing. Like we'll walk into a room and he'll be like, oh my gosh, that was great. Da -da -da -da. And I'm like, yeah, we need to talk about so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. <laughs> Let me give you the DL on this, all right? Oh, so. it's, it's entertaining. It's like a sh the after show report where you're like, oh my gosh, you didn't it see it. It is. <laughs> it is such an after show that? report. But there's so much to you can learn by just, I don't know. I'm a people reader as well, too. I mean, I can walk in and kind of, you know, get the vibe. But then when you start talking to people, you're like, okay, all right. I can see, I, I can see who I'm going to connect with and who I'm not pretty quick. Oh, no. People have to be so blatant like for me to pick up on it immediately like okay i see this type of person like that matches these 10 characteristics right off the bat yeah okay i got you but that's like 10 yeah. percent of the time the rest of the time you know <laughs> that's why it's, it's important that you systematize and do the steps step one find out who you are step two find out who you're compatible compatible with and like to work with step three target them with your marketing like oh absolutely and step four, figure out the process that you're going to need to, you know, replicate that in the future Refine as well, too. and scale, you know. Yes. That's that's our other company is uh, scalable. So that's <laughs> the whole system about that whole process. But no, I love that step one is just about you. And, and just so the listeners know, like, you're not going to know this stuff when you start your business. Like, there's no you're way not. with zero experience you're going to be able to go, like, I should really target these people. It's more like a yeah. year. I, I, nobody wants to hear this. Like, two or three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably year three. <laughs> yeah, if I'm being the, honest, it yeah, takes a while. Nobody likes to hear that, but it, it's true. It's like you're going to work your butt off for a long time, and then you could look at your case studies. Like, oh, here's a hundred projects, and you're going to ask yourself, who did I really like to work with? And you're going to find this little group of people, and they're going to have characteristics that are similar to each other. There's oh, your yeah. target market. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I was listening to your podcast with the Savage Mar Jeff Hunter, and there was a quotable that I pulled out. I put it on my phone, believe it or not, because I was just like, okay, this is very relevant to our conversation as well, too. But knowing how to do something and having the skills to actually do it are two very different things, right? 
And so, you know, as as you're growing in your business and just trying to figure out what to do next, you know, I get it. The first year I was in business, I was like, oh my God, how do I even do this? And it was right before the pandemic hit and that kind of, it, it, it was a little crazy. And then the pandemic hit and the world shut down. And I was like, oh my God, what do we do now? But so you're constantly having to pivot. I get that. But really taking a hot minute to take a deep dive look on yourself will help develop the skill set to be able to do things differently, you know? And that's why I loved about that quote that he said on your podcast, but it's so true. I mean, you can know things, but do you really have the skill sets? Mm -hmm. And skills require a level of self-awareness to be able to go, okay, I need to develop that further. Well, I think that and just an overall objective where like, I'm going to be a professional marketer. Like that's just something I'm going to be able to walk into a business and I'm going to be able to grow it because I know how to do, I'm a professional marketer. I think having that decision set now, it's like, okay, what skills do you need to fill that out? What, yeah. uh, how much money do you need to make it, you know, keep going? How much money do you need to make it all worth it? Like what's the Oh, end? absolutely. And if you don't know any of that stuff, because a lot of people just wait like, well, if it goes well, I'll try harder. It's like, no, <laughs> you need to find out. Are you going to have an agency? Do you want to, do you yeah. want to, you know, seven, eight figure agency? That's one way. Do you want to be known as an expert, a guru in your you know niche of the marketing world? That's a different way. Do you like Absolutely. having employees? That's one way. Do you not like having employees? That's another way. So it's like all these things. If you're just like, you know, I'm going to make money. No. One, you're not. It's not that easy. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> no, you need it. Well, and you, once you figure, but again, I think I just love how you just start the process with who are you? Start there. And now you yep. could. Well, and then just, yeah. uh, you know, networking with other people who have done it before. Because with you oh and you've worked gosh, with. Oh my gosh, that is so key. I mean, I can honestly tell you that, you know, when I first started in business, again, I didn't, I, it was right before the pandemic hit and then the pandemic hit and I was like, oh my, it was tail spinning. Like, okay, I need to find my people. I need to find my people in this space. And that's hard to do when the world was shut down, right? But it's, once you find your people, it's who've been there, done that. And I, you know, who may have only had 10% more experience than you, but they've already been down that road. Mm -hmm. And that has just been a game changer. I wish somebody would have told me that in the very beginning, like two, two things, find your people first. And I'm a big front loader as far as strategic planning is concerned. And a lot of people don't like, they, they just want to open their doors and just market themselves as I'm the expert or I'm the guru or whatever. And it's just like, okay, but you, you have to have a plan for that like mm-hmm. it, it, in order to make money. Like you, you have to have a plan for that. And so find your people and be intentional from the get-go about where is it that you're really wanting to go? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to get there? And well, I, again, I'm a believer in these tools like the disk to help you figure that out. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. 
But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. Well, I think for the, your, your, you know, number two, the plan is huge because I think a lot of people, you have two situations when you start up a business, you have to survive, right? So it's always in the back of your mind, like I gotta make money, I gotta make money. And then you have to do work and you know, it's going to take hard work. So you're willing to do those two things. You're willing to work hard enough to survive and work really hard to get better at whatever you're doing. But with a, without a plan, you're just it's going to go terribly in ways that you can't predict or test or change because you had no plan in the first place. So just, and it'll be a bad plan. Your plan initially will suck (laughs) and it's going to be wrong. And you're going to look back and you'll be like, that was so stupid and I should have done X, Y, and Z, but it just doesn't matter because just any plan is better than no plan. No plan. Yeah, agreed. And you know, I I can't even tell you how many times I started out with my own marketing plan for my business. And within by month three or four, I had already achieved all the things that I said that I was getting. And I was like, Oh my God, okay, now this was a one year plan. Now what do I do kind of a thing? And, and, and then I had to pivot a couple of things as well too, but at least I had a roadmap you know, and, you know, we were talking earlier about it's just I think that we can easily get caught in the whole getting busy, but not being productive. And so, you know, having, having that roadmap, having the plan, understanding who you are, you know, and how you best communicate and how you're going to work through the plan helps keep you more productive than just spinning your wheels and being busy. Because again, you know, I want to enjoy, I do this business because I want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy the clients that I work with. And I, and I want to have the time to do the things that I want to do too. And so I've got to make the time that I have productive and not just chasing busy work, which a lot of a lot of us, and I'm going to raise my hand on that too because oh, I've yeah, done that myself. But it, you go down the busy trail, and that's well, not going to make you money. No, it's not going to make you money. You're not going to be able to scale, and eventually, well, it, it's what happened to me was I had the plan, I had my objectives, and then uh, when COVID hit, my my plan like blew up. Like I was getting more business yeah. than I ever thought I would, and then I w- realized at that point I don't like doing this. <laughs> so, so it was like, you That's know, just a sobering feeling. <laughs> so everybody, you know, you realize like, oh my gosh, I have everything. And now I realize that no, this isn't, this isn't right at all. Because for me, I had, I started an age, actually, before I started the agency, I started an educational network. It was called Mega Mad Institute. And I was going to teach people how to do marketing. I wrote a book about it, made the institute, and then I started doing it and I got into, you know, I need more money. Plus I need, you know, people just kept asking me to do stuff. And so that's how I started the agency. But the original intention was just to teach people. And so when I finally made it and okay, business blown up, that's when I was like, yeah, this is never going to work. I, I wanted to teach people marketing. And then I, that's why I'm at Digital Marketer because I was like, I get to teach marketers marketing. This is the best. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So that was a six year process <laughs> in case anybody's wondering. That's how long it took to get to the point where you're like, nope, 
that I don't want to do this anymore and switch. Yeah. And that's totally fine. You know, it's, I think people it are so is. scared to fail too, where it's just like, and I don't, I don't think, you know, my process was a failure, but it definitely wasn't like I made it. Right. right. But I did. And yeah. now I did. So there you go. Oh my it's, gosh. <laughs> you're not going to know. It is such a journey, isn't it? I mean, you're just, you, you do the things that you do initially because you, you just need to make money and pay the bills and, you know, all of that. And then as you go through it, you're kind of like, okay, what highest and best use? Like what, what is the highest and best use of my time? What's going to be truly fulfilling and to feel like I've, you know, one of my core values is I want to make an impact. And so what, you know, who are the types of people? What are the types of organizations that I can do that with that I'll be able to do the things that I really want to do and make an impact and work with integrity along in the process as well, too? And but those are questions that you ask year two and three. You're not mm-hmm. asking that year one, you know? You have no understanding. There's no, well, like you said, like I wish somebody would have tell, told me these things. Somebody probably told you those things and you said, shut up, I'm working. <laughs> And then you realize it later on, you know, five years down the line. That's there's there's some truth in that as well too. I mean, I I do believe in receiving information just in time. And when you're first starting out, again, you're just thinking. I I mean, I hate to say it, but it's the truth. You're you're fight or flight. You're just I've got to make the money. I've got to figure out how to do this. And so you're not even thinking in abundance. You're thinking in scarcity because you don't you don't have it yet, right? And that is such a growth evolution. It just, it really is. So anyway, maturity gonna... and, you know, things are moving faster now. I think people, I'm hoping that people are realizing like how, how fast things are moving. You should be able to fail way faster and realize oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. something's not working. Because, well, now you have a bunch of people, you know, publishing their experience, you know, whereas before people didn't really share that much. I think with, with COVID and ever being on zoom and being on video now, it's like an explosion of information. So, Oh my gosh, you have less of an excuse to not know what's going to happen. You know, know your numbers, know what's working for you and figure it out. You know, the sooner the better, you know, know what you want. That is the biggest thing. Cause again, back in my agency days, I was like, okay, I'm going to take my model. I'm going to scale it. What does scaling look like? If I wanted to get to a million dollars, what needs to happen? I said, okay, well, if I'm going to do that, I would need this many projects. I would need to hire these seven people. I would need office space. I need all these different things. And then at the end right. of the day, I realized like, oh my God, I'd be making the same amount of money <laughs> after all of that work. Oh you my know, gosh. Yeah. It'd still rely on me. Because that's how I yeah. set up the business. And so at that point, you know, I think if you did probably a self-assessment, that, that's what you should do. You should take your disc thing, apply it specifically to marketers. We have done this. We have a, a quiz. Where it's like, what marketer type are you? But just starting with that will give you so much information. Oh my gosh, it gives you so much information. And and some of it you you probably know. And some of it, I mean, I'm telling you, it's, I remember, so I was working in state government. I was the chief of public affairs for an elected official. And so I'm on a, I'm on a leadership cabinet, right? And there's, I think, seven or eight of us or whatnot. And there was, there was this guy on our leadership cabinet who we ended up becoming just dear, dear friends. But initially he, I, I'm the idea person. I am, I'm the big idea person. And he is the minutia detail guy, right? And so whenever I would bring big ideas to the table, I felt like he was just nitpicking me all the time. I called him the icy cold wet blanket. Like in our meetings, I'd be like, okay, Matt, you're just the icy cold wet blanket. I mean, what else? Like, are you going to throw more ice on me? Come on. And when are you going to like any of my ideas? 
And so our elected officials, she... by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I tell it how it is. So it's like, you're the icy cold wet blanket. Here we go again. And, and of course, that definitely made the relationship yeah, so much it. better, right? Yeah. But we we were we all were on a leadership retreat and we had a facilitator come in, gave us all the disc assessment. And I found out, I was like, oh my gosh, like he is, he's a detail freak. He likes tons of data. I mean, that he's a math guy too. And he is, I am here. He is like on the opposite end of that, right? And and so, and then our facilitator talked to us about how you can communicate with each other. But, and, you know, so once I found out that he just, he wasn't trying to poo-poo everything that I brought to the table, he was poking holes to make it stronger. And so I think that there's, there's such a balancing act with all of that as well too, right? And so once you figure that out, it's like, oh, light bulb moment. This is how we can work together. He became my go-to person to go, okay, Matt, here's the thing. I've got this idea. I want you to throw as much ice on it as possible because I'm going to make it stronger because I know that you're the person who's going to make it better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that next stage of development. Oh, absolutely. So it's so good with teams as well, too. It just, it allows you to be able to figure out how best to work with each other and not not feel like someone's coming from a place of wanting to tear you down. It had nothing to do with that. So sometimes it can. Make it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I would I mean, say by and large, most people are not that way. I love that. So in terms of the DISC method, is this just a, a test you could take online or how, how does it work? Yeah, it's through, well, I mean, you can, I, I give the test to all of my clients as well, too. I think you can go to Wiley Partners. It's too, I think you have to, you take the test under a facilitator, if you will. Oh, and okay. so, so I, I'm not, sh- I don't think it's something you can do for free online. You could probably do like a subversion for free or whatever, but yeah, start there's different those, types and stuff. Yeah, start with the free ones and then get into the, the yeah. real ones. And a facilitator really yeah. helps because a lot of times you're not going to know you per se, even if you answer a bunch of questions, because you're answering the questions based on whatever you think at the moment. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Facilitator that helps. But do it like take all take all the tests. I think it's so enlightening. It's just it's interesting to figure out you and, and how you're, how you're going to best work with people best communicate. Because again, if your messaging isn't is it nailed down? No amount of money that you spend on marketing is really going to work for you if your message isn't clear. So, or you're going to get the people you don't want in the first place, which is, and we don't want that. No, it's it's even worse. <laughs> Succeeding at something you shouldn't have is <laughs> not a, it's not a great thing because later on you'll realize, oh well, that was well, it's all time, time and effort. It and is, it's like, but yeah. time is money. Time is big money, and so. There's other things I'd rather be doing with my time than messing around with people who are probably not a good fit. I agree. Well, I think those are some fantastic tips. If people want to find out more about you and what you do, where should they go? I hang out mostly on Instagram at Heather underscore Lyle, spelled L-I-S as in Sam, L-E, or you can visit my website at HeatherLyle.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I think, you know, listeners always appreciate these tips, especially from people who, you know, have done it before and gone through the whole painful process of realization, which is most of us after you get some experience, hopefully they listen. But if not, this is a message that we've reinforced constantly. So hopefully they just subscribe and get beat to death with it. Absolutely. I just learn more about you, regardless of what it is, it doesn't matter, but just learn more about you because that'll 
help you figure out who you're best going to serve. So agreed. Well, thank you so much, Heather, for coming on. To listen out there, go and check out Heather on Instagram or her website. And we'll probably have some some articles coming up from her because I'm going to ask her to write something about the the disc. Oh, that sounds to. super That'd cool. So look cool. for that on the blog. All right. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up. Because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.